Blog Talk Radio. Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. All right, everyone, it's Tim and Julie Harris with Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching, and your radio show is starting right now. Tim, can you hear me? We're trying out some new technology today, so just bear with us as we get going here. All right, so I think that they're working on what's happening on their end. So today's topic is, are you wasting money on your lead generation? How do we find out about that? How do you know if you're wasting money? And what are the questions to ask? So. Let's see whether anyone else is joining me, and I guess they will break in when they figure all of that good stuff out. So, all right. So, the question, are you wasting money on lead generation? So, I wrote down some questions for you to ask about this. Now, nine out of ten of you guys are spending money on lead generation. The question is, the first question is, what are the things that you're spending money on? So, can you actually identify that? I know on my own coaching calls, I often go through people's expenses and the question is, where's all that money going? Have you looked at your visa lately? And there's all kinds of stuff that you guys spend money on, forget about, you're believing it's going to lead to something. So that's the big question. Okay, so what is it? What are you spending and what are you expecting? Okay, let's see. Let me see if anybody else is joining me here. Give me one second. Okay, so I'm just going to keep on going until they join me. So let's take, for example, whatever you want to identify as your online lead sources. So the most obvious target would be Zulia, right? So uh, Zillow, Trulia, you guys may have separate bills for now. So what did you sign up for? What was promised to you? Can you identify that for me? So let me write this down. Okay, so you're spending X amount of dollars. All right, so oftentimes agents will say to me, well, I can attribute this many deals to it, so I at least broke even. So I want you guys to write down, breaking even is not okay. Breaking even does not count. You might as well have done nothing if you're just going to break even. Okay, so... I'm going to have our uh, producer join in with this conversation a little bit when he gets going here. Tim Ventura yeah, is yep, on. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm good. Here. So we're we're having this discussion about how would you know if you're wasting money on lead generation, right? So how do you know? Those are the questions. Okay, so the first is identify what you're even spending the money on, right? Be honest about what you're getting in return, from what you're spending your money on, right? So I was I was talking about how agents will often say, yeah, well, I broke even on that. So to me, when I hear that, kind of my head explodes, and I, I think, all right, so you broke even, but wasn't there work involved? You know what I'm saying? So you might as well have done nothing and written that check. 
Julie, I'm on if you can hear me. Yes, good. Okay, so we're, I'm running old school. I'm running dirty on normal phone <laughs> no lines worries. until we get our new mic sorted out. So I heard the first thing you said, and that's a great thing, right? Start with a list of the things that they're spending money on. And well, that, sometimes that's a challenge in itself to even identify what you are or what maybe six months ago you started attaching to your visa. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, the bet, this is a great time of year because it is naturally a little bit slower this time of year. It's the perfect time of year to go through your visa statement, to go through your American Express card, go through whatever. Your checkbook, etc. Exactly. You know, I was just on the uh, coaching call with uh, Bill Bird, and he was telling me about this nifty-difty little lead follow-up drip campaign, 17 different levels and all the rest of this, you know, these things mm-hmm. that were kind of trendy and agents thought they would solve all their problems and that they would never have to call their centers of influence and their centers of influence and past clients would line up to do business with them because uh-huh. they received a, you know, a holiday card and then they received a pumpkin pie. Guys, that stuff really does not work. It doesn't work like you think it'll work. Nothing like a personal phone call. So it's really critical before we go to our next three points that you understand. Start with what you're doing. And then the next point is you need to learn. And so that's point number one. Make a list of all the things you're doing for paid lead generation. Um, again, dig deep. Next, that, so the second point is, and, and these next three points are all be honest points, right? So the next point is be honest about what your return on that investment or that sp- expenditure has been. This is a hard conversation for most mm-hmm. agents because, frankly, you guys are often lied to about how to go about evaluating an expense in your business. And I'll give you a, a classic example. This happens all the time. Um, you guys will request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And you will then, will ask you this question, you know, typically the, you know, one of the things you guys want to talk about is uh, generating listing leads, which is our primary focus is teaching you guys to be listing agents. So what we'll, we'll then do is what are you spending money on? Then you'll make your list and they'll say, okay, perfect. So of the things you're spending money on, tell us about how much money you've made from that expense. That's where the conversation always gets interesting. Quiet is the word you're looking for usually. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you can tell, you know, the fact is you guys are not taught to think like this, uh, or at least you haven't been into this very moment in your professional careers. So, yeah, we are telling you how to uh, go about valuing whether or not an expense is worth it. And here it is. In my and Julie and I's opinion, if you're not getting a tenfold return on the investment that you're ma- making, it's not worth doing. Now, why tenfold? Let's use the classic example, and you guys are still, a lot of you are unfortunately still stuck in this paradigm that you believe that you have to pay for buyer leads, right? You guys know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good 50% of you listening right now. You're spending three, $400 a month on buyer leads. Um, listen, I'm not going to get in my soapbox about this. Let's just look at this from a, a financial perspective. Most of you guys, like I said, are spending three or four or sometimes 500 bucks a month on buyer leads. So you're stuck usually in 12-month contracts, six-month contracts. So you're spending sometimes 2400 you know, whole kinds of thousands of dollars per month on buyer leads. Some of you are spending substantially more. I had a free coaching call with someone who was spending upwards to $20,000 a month on buyer leads. Wow. You know, and the conversation goes like this. Well, what are you spending your money on? I'm spending all this on buyer leads. Well, how many buyer leads is that generating you? Well, I'll be happy to tell you, and then they tell you how many people are in their database. And then you ask them, okay, how many actual transactions have you done as a result of the buyer leads that you've been paying? And that's where it starts getting a little bit confusing because did the buyer lead come from this? Did they come from the center of influence past client? Then it starts getting really, really fascinating where the conversation goes because the next question I always ask people, what is the average cost, not of closing, but per lead? How much are you actually spending per lead? In other words, 
Um, I'll give you a specific example. I had a free coaching call earlier today, um, and I was you know, going down this you know, list of questions, and the, the epiphany that they had was they're spending upwards to $80 per lead. Now, take a, step, take a second and think about that. They're spending $80 per lead. Again, not per closing. That's just per lead, $80 per lead. And how many leads did they, are, were they getting typically? Well, about equivalent of about spending about $600 a month. And so I asked them, well, is that worth it? And they said, well, yeah. I mean, I have to sign a contract for six months. I'm going to spend about five grand, and I've made five grand. So, yeah, in my, in my mind, I've broken even. Well, that's what most of you would think, right? You spent the money, you got it back. I'll suggest to you that you not only didn't break even, but you lost money, and here's why. Think about all the wasted time you spent chasing all those buyer leads that you thought were legit just to find that one. So, yeah, you may have gotten a closing. No doubt that closing came from whatever paid buyer lead source it is. But how much money and how much time did you spend? Because remember, in a lot of cases, it's not just the fact that you're calling these people and putting them into drip campaigns. But in some cases, you you know spent a lot of time with these guys on the phone trying to get them pre-qualified. Maybe you actually showed some of them. I mean, the point is, is that there is a huge amount of effort and time that goes into chasing all those buyer leads. You guys know it. It's, I mean, it's kind of insane if you think about it. It really is. And the only reason you do it, if we're being honest, is because you think it's normal. Anyone who's been in this business for longer than 10 years knows that buying buyer leads, you guys will not find any veteran agents, especially agents that know how to be listing agents, that would ever in a trillion years consider buying a buyer lead. That is absolutely insane to those of us who've been in the business, uh, you know, basically for more than seven or eight years, right? Because we know the buyer leads are the easiest thing in the world to get. All you need is a couple of listings. Well, and not only that, but they're better quality leads. And you can kind of tell because some of the companies selling you guys buyer leads don't even call them leads. They call them impressions. That's right. Okay, so that should be making you wonder what you're really buying here. Because, Tim, to your point, if you're a listing agent, the quality of your leads you might be getting fewer, but they are closable. You know exactly what's going on with them, and you don't have to endlessly chase them. So I think that probably brings you to one of your other points, which is why, are you, number, why well, are you doing it at all? Well, but yeah, but do it. So point number three was be honest and read the rest of it since you have my notes. Yeah, be honest with yourself about how you feel uh, being somebody who buys those leads, right? So how do you actually feel about that? Your, your notes said how do you feel about being an agent, but I think you meant uh, about being an agent who's buying these leads, right? Whether they're online or other sources. Well, how does it make you feel being dependent on... Ah, that's the word you're looking for. Right. How does dependent. it make you feel to being dependent on buying buyer leads? How does it make you feel knowing that the only source of business you have comes from basically you whipping out your credit card number? How do you feel about that? If you're, if you're going to be honest with yourself, you know, just, just for the sake of, you know, us on this call today, on the radio show... Be honest with yourself. Here it is. You know, we're almost done with 2014, rolling into 2015, and you've been, let's say you've been stuck in this, you know, hamster wheel of buying leads. How do you feel about yourself, honestly? Well, one feeling is, what's my bill going to be like next year? Are they going to raise it on me? You're well, constantly living in that fear. And aren't you, don't you, exactly, Julie, and don't you feel vulnerable? Don't you feel susceptible to the ebbs and flows of, you know, however your, you know, paid buyer lead source is going to treat you. Don't you feel a little taken advantage of? Don't you honestly feel like you're not in any level of control of your business? 
don't you feel like you're kind of faking it, if we're being honest, buying buyer leads? You know, we're focusing on buying buyer leads. You guys are, some of you are buying listing leads, but I'll tell you right now, if you're buying leads, listing leads or otherwise, and they're based on a referral fee, so if someone sends you a lead, a listing lead, and it's a 25% listing lead, you know, 25% referral fee, that's fantastic. Take that business. That's fine. And you'll find that some of the businesses that do refer you guys listings, and granted, there's not very many of them, but they are asking you for a referral fee. I fundamentally, as your coach, don't have a problem with that because if they're generating the listing lead for you and you just got to go out there and take it as a referral, like as if I were sending you an agent you know, to another right, agent or that referral. that you wouldn't have had on your own. It's right. a genuine referral. That's fine. The, the, the nutty part of this whole buying leads thing comes in on the buyer side. So let's just be clear, right? So there are all, ki- all kinds of different flavors of buying leads that are available, but I'm specifically for the sake of our call today asking you to do a little be honest about the buying of buyer leads. You know, this how's it make you feel thing, that's a very, um, it's a very important uh, idea because if you're not feeling confident, you're not going to really have the gusto to go after other opportunities, including listings. If you've never actually learned how to lead generate, if you've never actually learned how, frankly, it easy is, is to get buyer leads, don't you always kind of feel like you're on the hook, somebody else's hook? Doesn't, isn't it always that way? Julie, I mean, you have coaching clients that you help with this. What, what other thoughts? Yeah, well, come I've to actually mind? had that call where they they said, uh, I've got several examples now, where it was like, all right, guess what, your contract's up, and uh, now we're going to be charging you. In some cases, it was three times their normal bill for the same amount of quote impressions, which I'm not super clear what that even means. <laughs> Neither am I. Okay. And then uh, in some cases, they also have found out that the same lead is now being sold to multiple agents on multiple sites. So, you know, like how is that different than just calling the phone book at some point? At right? some point. Except for the fact that you're paying hundreds of dollars, sometimes thousands of dollars a month for that. You know, so somewhere along the line, you need to throw your hands up and say, maybe I ought to learn how to lead generate on my own. <laughs> hmm. There's a thought, right? Because isn't that the whole reason why agents pay for it is because they think it's going to be easier and faster? Well, you know, here's a little... uh window into the future guys uh and this is this isn't me speculating this is going to happen the cost of your leads is going to continue to increase simply for the fact that there's more agents that are willing to buy them the quality of the leads that you're willing to buy are going to decrease for the same exact reason because there's more agents willing to buy them they don't really need to focus on improving the quality they don't need to worry they don't need to worry about any of that because so many ill-informed agents are, and it's a, it is a trend, or I should say it's a fad. Trends are something that can last decades. Fads are something that come, uh, that come and go. Buying buyer leads through the big portals, um, you know, it started out with Realtor.com, and now it's basically this, it's kind of come to its end, I think, or it's coming to its end through Zulia, as we like to call it. Well, you know, it's going to get to the point where agents are really not going to be able to rationalize the expense for the return on investment. And, guys, it's too easy to say, well, I'm not getting a better luck converting the leads because, you know, let's say, for example, they'll say, well, they try to blame you, in other words. Like, you didn't, weren't successful buying leads because it was your fault. Well, how about the fact that the leads did suck? You know, we sold real estate. That's the difference when you're listening to Julie and I. Right. And there are leads that just aren't very good quality leads. Nothing wrong with the people. I'm not making a, some sort of comment about, the, you know, the actual individuals. But motivation, ability to purchase, a, you know, like if I'm, a, if I'm a portal and I'm trying to basically sell leads, 
and I put up an ad that basically offers, you know, some sort of real easy thing for a potential buyer to show interest in, and I can sell that lead to you guys for 80 bucks. I don't really care about the quality of the lead. I'm not really invested in the quality of the lead. See, I'm not, the portals aren't in the business of closing real estate. They're in the business of selling leads. They're not pre-qualifying the lead for you. Right. They have no interest in selling you guys a quality lead. Not really. Their interest in is just They're selling leads. of them. That's right. And so the next question that I wrote down is be honest, and this is the last point, is be honest with yourself why you buy leads in the first place. You know, we talked about, obviously, really drilling down on being honest with yourself about your return on investment. We, honest, we asked you, you to be honest with yourself about how does it make you feel being an agent that has to buy leads. And now we're asking you to be honest with why you buy leads in the first place. So this is really the most important question. And there's, there's really, I mean, your mind goes, when you ask a question like this, your mind goes in a lot of different ways. And we're going to kind of cover the gamut of all the different things that you guys tell yourselves as to how you rationalize buying leads. And ready? Here it is. Number one is, and this is, the, this is really the most important point, I think, it's because you guys just don't know how to generate your own leads. You've never learned. Okay, there's number one. Number two, I'll suggest to you, is that you're being told by other ill-informed folks that buying leads is the way to go. Okay, that's number two. Number three, you're being told that it's easier or a better use of your time to buy leads than it is to learn how to self-generate and go after them yourself. All this sounding familiar, guys? Number four, you're actually being told and you're believing that it's really difficult, like unbelievably difficult to become a listing agent. By the way, becoming a listing agent, you one listing, you have to, you know, assuming it's not some house in the middle of nowhere, you're going to have to beat the buyers off with a stick. So if you were to, instead of using all this energy, all this money, all this, and, you know, frustration, worrying about your buying buyer leads business, and you were to pivot towards becoming a listing agent, finally accepting the fact that being a listing agent is the only way to last in this business. The richest of the rich agents are always listing agents. There's not a single example of a top producing agent in any market that's primarily focused on buyers. Never has been, never will be. You guys already know this. If you don't know this because you're new in the business, get into the MLS and do your own homework. It only makes sense if you're even halfway serious about this industry to learn how to be a listing agent. So if you kind of go down those you know, low-hanging fruit excuses is why you buy buyer leads, the next one is because you just don't know what to do. You don't know where your own personal pivot comes in and how to take different actions that will result in you becoming a listing agent and getting off the buying buyer leads hamster wheel. So, Julie, you're on a free coaching call with someone, and this is a typical free coaching call, right? How do I become a listing agent? What do you tell them? Well, I always like to find out where they're coming from, right? So what is their current listing experience? Because that will tell you a whole lot about where you need to go. Sometimes they have decent, okay listing experience, and you can talk about where they've come from. We'll do more of that, and then we'll expand their skills from there. Um, other times they've never really they, – maybe they've had one or two listings, and that, that's the real challenge, right? So uh, one of the first things I do is I put them on the spot. Why would I list with you? What makes you different? So we've got to develop a pre-listing package, and then we've got to decide how we're going to do it. What are the four or five different pipelines, or as we call them, spokes, of business that will drive those listings to you? See, because you can fall into believing that now I've got to go buy listing leads too, Right. The idea is to generate them yourself from, you have many categories. Most of our agents have different combinations. 
we have people you already know and people you don't know. So you've got past clients, centers of influence. You've got for rent by owners, for sale by owners, expireds. You've got social networking. You've got what I call center of influence events. And so it's the agent. The list is long, though. I, I mean, it's it's long. That's it's, off the top of my head. Yeah, this, it, there's there's <laughs> like 25. Long. Literally, there's 25 or 30 ways that um, we'll show you. At and least, it's pretty ha- systematic in most cases. And you it's, know? it's stuff that you won't mind doing. It's easy stuff. But again, the sellers, you guys know there's tons of sellers out there. Look in your MLS again. Look at all the builders that have properties that they need to sell. Look at all the, you know, everything. It's ridiculous, especially the expires this time of year. So let's be honest, guys. Yeah, there might be a shortage of inventory in the traditional sense, but there certainly is no shortage of opportunity as long as you know how to go after the opportunity, as long as you know how, to go, know how to go after it. You guys are, you know, really suffering from the supposed lack of inventory. The only reason you guys say that is because you're buyer's agents. Listing agents That's don't right. say that, no. okay? You know what, listing agents, it's an interesting thing you bring up because, we never have this conversation with our listing agents. Uh-uh. The conversation we have with them is completely different. They're the ones who are wondering where, what they're going to do with their overage of buyer leads, right? So how many are they going to work on their own? Do they need to hire a buyer's agent? Or are they just going to refer it to a referring agent? Completely different conversation with our listing agents. They would never dream of buying buyer leads. They're trying to figure out how to get rid of their buyer leads. Yeah, and that's true. And by the way, guys, if you want uh, buyer leads, <laughs> that's really just kind of touched on something. Go to a top listing agent in your office, you in go. your market, and offer to pay them a referral fee for closed buyer lead transactions. I, here's what they're going to do. Oh, you want buyer leads? No problem. Um, here's my trash can. I threw out like 100 just since this morning. Yeah. I mean, seriously. That's the way it works. It, it, it is true that if you want buyer leads, just go to the top producing agents and ask them for referrals. They'll stack them up. You know, guys, really, at the end of the day, this business is all about opportunity, especially in this new market. Yeah, there's been some, you know, ebbs and flows in the recovery, but there really is no question and should be no question in your mind at this point that we are at the very beginning stages, I'd say maybe a year into what's going to be a long-term real estate boom, not a recovery. We're past recovery. Now we're a real estate boom. We're in this phase that a lot of you guys have always dreamed about what it would feel like to be a successful agent, to have a lot of money, to have all the things that you've admired other people enjoying. Um, This is that opportunity again. You know, I know a good number of you that listen to our radio show have been successful in the past, maybe really successful in the past. You're trying to figure out how to build yourself back up, and you say, well, I'm going to get back to the basics. Well, that's all good and true. You just got to be really careful. You don't get suckered in to all these little kind of strange little avenues of business that people are starting to believe in that really don't work. You know, and everyone knows, that at the end of the day, you have to be a listing agent to be successful in this business long term. There just is no two ways about it. If you are in this situation where you are buying buyer leads and you feel like your return on investment is getting worse, when you feel like, because you've already answered the first question, you've been honest with yourself about that, you feel like you're sick and tired of feeling like the guy who has to buy leads constantly. You're realizing that you don't want to feel so dependent on these companies who really have, do not have your best interest in heart. They obviously have their own interest in heart, and that's what they should. They're you know publicly traded companies. They have to protect the shareholders' value. I get all that. That's all great. Now that News Corp owns Realtor.com, that merger has been completed, in case you guys didn't know. So we're going to have News Corp competing against, for you guys who are going to be, you know, not, you're not completely convinced that buying buyer leads is a futile, uh, you know, it's not some, there's not much of a future in it. 
So the buying of the buyer leads thing, it's going to get more expensive. And here's, here's your little window into your future. News Corp, uh, a la Realtor.com, against Zulia, or whatever they call their merged companies when that happens next year, they're going to be going at it. Now, and there's going to be uh, no reason to believe that the cost of anything for you guys is going to go down. News Corp wouldn't have bought uh, Realtor.com if they hadn't planned on making lots of money from owning it. The way they make lots of money from owning it is selling you guys leads, buyer leads. So that's what's going to happen. You're going to see uh, expense increase dramatically. Again, quality of the leads is going to decrease dramatically. This is really unarguable. This is what's going to happen. You're already experiencing that. And I'm going to give you another suggestion, and I know this is happening. Zillow in two markets, maybe more, is already going back to a pay-per-click model. So it's not impressions. It's going to be pay-per-click. In other words, you're going to have to buy your buyer leads competing directly with other agents on the cost of that lead. Think about that. It's kind of desperate. Well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Honestly, Zillow and Trulia have built an incredible business. They've built an incredible business model. I wish we'd thought of it. No, I mean, on the part of the agent, it's a little desperate. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sitting for the agent, yeah. Other agents for buyer leads? I mean, come on, guys. Well, but I mean, that's what happens is these agents get on this get on this uh, dependency thing, right? right? They're they're dependent on these sources of businesses, mm-hmm. or these businesses to send them leads. They're dependent on that because they don't know any other way. Uh, this is and should be an epiphany for all of you guys. It should be a wake up call to break the cycle to get off this continued cycle of dependency on paid buyer lead generation. On, on anything that results in you reaching for your credit card. You know, it's, it's funny. I ask sometimes, I ask my coaching clients, so let's say, for example, you had to create a real estate transaction and, you know, at least one to have it closed in the next 90 days. You have to. What do you reach for? Do you reach for your phone? Do you reach for your Rolodex? Do you reach for your, what do you reach for? Or do you reach for your credit card? In other words, are you going to buy it or are you going to generate it? Think about that. Where do you want to be in your own business 12 months from now? How do you want to feel about yourself as a real estate practitioner 12 months from now? Are you going to get there buying leads? You're not, are you? So do yourself a favor. Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Let's see if we can help you get to the goal of being independent of the buying buyer leads and then becoming financially independent because of the fact that you finally figured out how to actually make the most of this industry. So consider that. Consider your options. Consider your alternatives. Have that honest conversation with yourself. What's the real return on investment you're making off buying the buyer leads? You know, and again, why do you buy buyer leads in the first place? And the third question we wrote down is be honest with yourself about how you feel as an agent because you're an agent who's stuck buying buyer leads. And when you're ready for us to help you, please do request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thank you, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.